0: Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Raushan. Morning FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. Today, we're talking about choice. The choice of choosing the right gym.
1: Yeah, it is an important choice that one has to make, right? You've got a lot of things to consider. Budget, obviously. Proximity. And obviously, you need to like working out slightly. But there are many merits to working out. And I think choosing the right gym helps in that endeavour.
0: Boom. put you on the spot right now yes. do you share the same gym as your wife
1: yes I do Oh, we, so we, we work out together we, we try to whenever time permits and wow. I think working out for me is not so much about building muscle yep. or you know trying to become a bodybuilder or anything yep. a bit late I missed the boat on that but I think it's just to get a sweat on and keep nice. the blood pumping and it helps if my wife is there screaming at me to go to class one, <laughs> once in a while
0: we don't share the same gym my wife and myself because why we're both too competitive Oof, so that's not gonna happen but you know what let's find out a little bit more about the dynamics involved here, everything that goes into a gym, and beyond that, like maybe a franchise as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, quite a fad that's picking up in Singapore now, the gymming culture, and we're excited to have on the line Ricardo Chua, who's a franchise owner of BFT, Geylang Baru and Upper Thompson. Ricardo, great to have you with us. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Hello, gentlemen. It's nice to be here.
1: Excited to have you with us, Ricardo. And as Elliot touched on, we're talking about gymming and the gymming culture and it's great to have you because you obviously own two franchises of BFT, Body Fit Training. Could you give us a bit of a sense of what BFT is all about and where is it from?
2: Uh, BFT is from Australia. We uh, started in Singapore about, I would say, about two years ago now. Started with uh, just three outlets today. They are more than 30. Uh, It's a growing brand here in Singapore. It's a group fitness, spine, fat uh, brand, so it's been an exciting journey for me. I started as a member mm. and now I own too.
0: Ricardo, i got a quick confession. I mean, a lot of this prep today was done by Raushan um, and my dyslexia keeps acting up. I see BFT as BLT. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that might be a
0: hunger acting up, Elliot. Really? That's my lunch hunger acting I mean, up. But Ricardo, this is this is amazing. It's it's a culture that's grown so much in Singapore. Um, yep. I, I want to put you on the spot here. What are your thoughts on the notion of let's go for a quick workout versus a proper program? You know, really taking the time to warm your body up. I mean, when you consider the kind of hectic culture we have in Singapore.
2: Well. I, I think some workout is better than no workout All by and large, right? Art, right? Um, and in a hectic culture like Singapore, like you spoke about, having different options and different choices, where right? you could, you know, walk into a gym, do a two-hour session, that works for some people, and BAFT, where right? it's a group fitness concept, there are there screens to guide you, coaches to lead you. And you can sort of leave your brain at the door, go in, get a 15-minute workout in. That works for some people as well. So I think having that buffet of options to get you to move is mm-hmm. very, very important.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Ricardo's point. A little workout is better than no True. workout, certainly, right? <laughs> now, Ricardo, <laughs> you talked about setting up the gym, right? I feel like gyms are propping up now in the heartlands. Gilang barrio obviously, one example, but also in like Tampines, Bedok, those kind of places. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. do you think they're shifting away from the usual city spots of orchard, CBD and all that?
2: I mean, working hubs are also now you know, at the end, right? Or Changis or Jurong's, hmm. uh, but, but also, I, I think being close is very, very important, right? Rao um, you spoke a bit about price point and budget, but proximity really sort of eliminates the barrier of entry to exercising because if the gym is just like 10 minutes away from where you are, the the chances that you will be able to fit that into a schedule, fit that into a routine, is is so much higher, hmm. and ultimately that's what keeps it sustainable. That it becomes a bit of a routine that you go, you know, go for a five thirty class, or you go for the six twenty a.m. class, and and you get it into your routine, and that's where you get really stronger and fitter over time.
0: Yeah, it's important to establish that routine, right? It's that sense of discipline, and only with that you can see results. Although, Ricardo, I'm sure you've had experience where you get a lot of clients coming in and they have particular fitness goals, but uh, the effort it takes to achieve that, well, that's something that not everyone is in touch with uh, as far as that reality goes. How, how do you manage that? How do you navigate that?
2: You no, know, 100%, right? Uh, it, it's not a sprint. You're not going to walk into the gym, and two weeks after your trial you get whatever you want, right? This is first, it's an eight to 12 week process to see any sort of change. And then after that, it's a lifestyle. It's a habit Mm. something that you can sustain over time. So it's important to set expectations, right? It's important to have the right coaches to to let the members know, uh, your clients know that this is a marathon. And hopefully it's something that you incorporate into your life. Um, But but as we've been speaking about, it's so important to do something. Whatever is right for you, you know? At your age group, at your fitness levels, at your fitness goals. For some people, it might be CrossFit. For others, it might be yoga. For some people, it's BFT. So, do what's right.
1: right. And Ricardo, this BFT model you touched on is a bit of a group workout. You come, you Mm -hmm. see some familiar faces, you get your Mm -hmm. sweat on. But... There might be a risk of injury because I work out at BFT myself, and I understand the ratio between a uh, gym trainer as well as me who's doing the exercise. So, how do you circumvent any form of injury on your clients?
2: Look, I, I personally think that it sometimes come with the comes with the territory. I mean, we play football, right, Roshan, you and me. So it can happen, mm. and if you are in a gym and sometimes in an environment where you know people are egging you on, pushing you on, that can happen. So we we try to mitigate that by having coaches that are properly trained. We have uh, streams that demonstrate the workout. We have proper uh, cool down, proper warm up to try and get that happen. But actually, the community is important, right? You're working out in a group Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes as you push each other on, you're also looking out for each other. And I think with those things in place, we try and keep injuries slow
1: and speaking of looking out for each other last week I pulled my arm slightly Ricardo approached me after the workout and passed me to Salon Plus so it's that personal touch that keeps you wanting to come back I guess
0: I will pull your arm
1: up. <laughs> and he does that on a daily basis now Ricardo you, you briefly mentioned there that community spirit and I think you're very keen on building a spirit more than just keeping fit what are your thoughts on how much you spend time building that community
2: yeah look I I, I feel like it's I see the world of fitness in sort of black and white, right? As some okay. people, really, they're disciplined enough. They can go into the gym, get their workout in, put their headphones in. You know, they don't need someone screaming at them like, like Anissa. <laughs> so,
0: uh, Roushan's wife, by the way. <laughs> and,
2: and, then, and then you have people like me and me and you
0: that need
2: a coach, that need a timing to commit. Like, I better get in the gym at 530 and, and, you know, need, need a group of friends that, that we, we start becoming familiar with. And all of that then adds into that 15 minutes of workout in, and, and it becomes more fun. Mm. So, so we spent a lot of time, at least in my gyms, building friendships, you know, making sure that people know each other, they feel comfortable. Uh, and, and that is right for us. But mm. for some people, it might be just they're able to walk in, they're able to spend three times a week, go in. All power to them.
0: All right. Uh, Ricardo, I, I hear a lot of passion in the way you describe all of this. And I'm kind of curious. I mean, did, did you go on this journey, uh, I don't know, as a fitness enthusiast or do you approach it from a business point of view? Do you find yourself, and I guess this is where we're asking for some advice, do you find yourself having to split the two? How do you do that?
2: Oh, thank you for asking that, because I only used to play football. Oh. And I didn't go to the gym. That was I needed to play a team sport. I was I enjoyed it on the field. Okay. And it was my wife that was the, you know, go for body pump, hit <laughs> class, you know, this yep. and that. And one day she just dragged me two years ago, National Day, in fact, two years almost to the day, just signed me up for a mm. trial mm. At, at one of the original BFTs and I was like, Don't waste my time, don't waste my time, I don't go. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and I liked it. Okay. So much that I eventually, so I was a member. I wasn't like a BFT fan or whatever, but I tried the program. Mm. It, I saw the difference, and now I'm I'm an owner. So, in in that way, I think that's where the heart and and the passion comes from. Okay. Because I used to be a member, so I don't just see it as a business. Mm.
1: Mm. And you've clearly crossed the divide from member to now owner as well. And you are the franchise owner of two different gyms, Gelang Baru and Upper Thompson. Mm. Are there different approaches in terms of how you set up those two gyms?
2: I think there are some universal things. Uh, Building a great community, selecting really quality coaches. Um, But at the same time, there's got to be some subtle differences because the crowd's a little different. So um, this could come in how we communicate. This could come in a little bit of the energy levels, so a little bit different. Um, but there are some universal things that we, we, we want to put in, like great coaching.
0: Mm. I mean, it's pretty easy when you look at fitness to set goals and continue to achieve them. When it comes to business, it can be a bit more challenging. So how, mm-hmm. how do you continue to motivate yourself being in the gym business, if, if I put it blanketly like that? What, mm-hmm. How do you push yourself?
2: Well, listen, there is risk across the board, right? I've been Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, I think, like 15 years now. Um, Fitness is no different. You've heard of gyms, abruptly closed down, brands that come and go. Um, I think it does help where you are the consumer as well. Sometimes uh, we we see gyms where it's just an investment or it's like a bit of a vanity project. Mm. But but when, when you are involved in the day-to-day running, uh, people see that humanity, people see that sincerity, and that makes a difference, I think, when people select
0: Mm.
2: where they want to work out.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's something more disappointing. I don't know if you've gone through this, Raushan, where the gym that you regularly goes to go to uh, has to close down. Like the one uh, that I go to, the lease is running out at the mm. end of the year. So mm. it's like, oh man, I got to find a new place.
1: Exactly, you have to start from ground hey, Ella, zero again, right? Yeah. Baru, I, I, <laughs> I, I knew go. Ricardo <laughs> would be on there
0: it. <laughs> I probably put that on my list. Uh, I think my wife is listening. Um, so if you're okay with a couple being over competitive with each other, <laughs>
1: go for it, brother. That
0: might happen. Hey, we've been speaking to Ricardo Chua, who is franchise owner of BFT Geylang Lambaru, and Upper Thomson. Uh, Ricardo, great joy speaking with you. You take care and have a great week ahead.
2: Thank you, gentlemen. See you. Sports minutes on Money FM eighty-nine point three.